0: Welcome to the 23rd episode of the Half Full Reviews Podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and today we're going to be discussing graphic design with a special guest, Jonathan Caldwell. He's done everything from 3D renderings of homes to designing video game characters and beyond. So that's going to be a really fun topic, but before we get into that, I'd like to jump over to the news segment and cover some recent reviews and articles written on our website. (laughs) to the news segment everyone. Today we're just going to cover a couple recent articles on halffullofreviews.com. We'll go with movies, TV, video games, uh, the podcast, and let's see. We've got recently we wrote a review on the movie Emma. It's a romantic uh, drama comedy. Um, it released this year in theaters and now it can be found on Amazon or your local store, but it is a retelling of the classic Jane Austen book or novel called Emma. Um It was really good i actually enjoyed it a lot my wife enjoyed it a lot she's seen it twice and she's the reason i actually sat down to watch it but i would actually watch it again from time to time it was a really cute movie if you're looking for something to watch we also have a review on mulan uh, the disney plus live action version that came out for tv we went back and reviewed something a little older recently called terra nova that's a sci-fi about uh the world is it's in the future, and the world's not doing so well, so they send people back in time to live in the prehistoric age. So they live alongside dinosaurs and try to survive. It only got one season, but it was a really good season, and they also gave it a, uh, a good ending. So they tied it up nice, so it's a great season to go watch. Yeah, you can also catch reviews for shows like Star Trek Picard, The Mandalorian, The Orville, um, some other great sci-fi shows. We have recent video game reviews on EVE Online, Magic Arena, and Old School Runescape all reviewed this year um, to kind of catch people up on what's going on in those games. If you enjoy the audio format and you missed the last couple episodes, the last two episodes were on World of Warcraft where we talked about the new player experience with one Yes, and then the, the second episode was on World of Warcraft expansions, lore, and uh, mid to end game stuff. So if that's your thing, be sure to check out I'll go back and if you missed those episodes. Um, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump on over to the discussion and talk with Jonathan Colwell. Welcome to the discussion, everyone. Um, I'm joined by a good friend of mine, Jonathan Colwell, and he is a visual artist, a graphic artist, graphic designer. Jonathan, what is it that you do?
1: Hi. I am currently a freelance uh Artists. I do visual effects, anything from that to character designs, to character modeling, to uh, architectural modeling, and even just environment modeling as well.
0: Cool. Um, so, give me just a, a couple sample things that you've created. You know, what are a couple projects you've worked on? Could be your favorite projects. Could be ones that are just memorable, maybe you found challenging, or maybe ones you've done as a hobby, anything really. What, what, What are some of the projects you've worked on that, you know, are your favorites?
1: Some of my favorite projects that I've worked on is I've ended up creating this cloud simulation. And that was a lot of fun to work on because you got to work with the particles in the programs that I'm familiar with, such as Maya and. After Effects and Nuke so I was able to actually take a lot of what those programs offer and enhance them and that's been a lot of fun. Other projects that I've done I've worked on anywhere from aircraft models and that's been something that's always been a part of my life with my dad being in the Air Force so I kind of designed a brand for myself around one of the models that I designed years ago, which was a Spitfire, and then
0: we actually we actually have that model on HalfFullReviews.com, so we have the ori- some of the original artwork you did for that. Yep, um, I remember seeing it. So I know you did like a fire engine as well. You've done I think you have a couple 3D characters like video game characters on there, and I remember the Spitfire plane. So I do. Um, we actually have a uh, kind of like a whole category there on Halfway Reviews for we you to show off some of that, that work. Um, you mentioned programs. So to someone like me, who outside of things like Photoshop and Adobe Spark and, uh, you, know, I, you know, Lightroom's not really graphics, it's more photography, but like programs that the everyday Joe would maybe use, this other stuff you mentioned like uh, for serious graphic design and like animation and stuff like that, right? That's what Maya is.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's Maya is an industri- industry standard uh, 3D program and it focuses more on the 3D aspects and offers you some visual effects. And then with other programs such as uh, Houdini and After Effects, enhance what that program is. So you kind of can build the bones behind it. But for those who don't have budgets for some of these programs, uh, Blender is also another option that is very familiar, familiar to a lot of people.
0: Oh, cool, and the Blender is like freeware you can download?
1: Yeah, it's an open source uh, program and it's been being updated pretty regularly and it's actually come a long ways from what it used to be.
0: Very cool, so let's walk through the process here. Let's talk about... Um... I mean, is it the same process, designing like a house as it is designing a character?
1: No, it's, it's very similar. You take it and block out the initial shapes. So, the block out phase is, is similar, but then when you actually get to making the difference between a character and, let's say, a house, is you're working for the difference between what it would be considered hard surface modeling and organic. In organic, it's kind of more smooth, flowy, natural, kind of nature esque and hard surface is very strong edges. And, uh, so where does like, nature
0: itself fall into that if you're doing like landscaping or even in a video game if you're doing grass and trees and stuff, does that fall into the organic side of things or more towards the yeah. house?
1: It, it, it falls more towards the organic thing, and then you texture it up and use Different planes, and stuff to project what you're looking for.
0: Very cool. So, all right. So, phase one is coming up with the general blocks, right? So, is what you said, I believe. Yes. And Correct. what's that look like? Is does it literally look like a skeleton, or what? What does that look like if you're actually viewing it?
1: If you're actually uh, viewing it, you're kind of just seeing, kind of. If it's on a character, you see kind of the shape of the head, or the rough shape of the head. It's kind of very, very blocky. Mm-hmm. So, but if if it's environments, um, for those who have been watching my stream, I've done a lot of that blocking out. That's the phase that that environments in right now is the, the blocking out phase, is where you have a lot of hard edges. You get the initial design of. All the little features that's very hard roughly blocked out, hmm. so that you can kind of see what it's starting to look like, but at the same time um, it's not adding the character and bringing out really the feel that you're looking for okay so, so that's what... when you would take other uh, other um, resources such as um games like Fable and stuff and enhance it.
0: Okay, so phase two is like... What, it, what is phase two? If phase one is the blocking and the rough outlines and structures, what's phase two look like? What's the second thing you go in here to do?
1: So phase two would be actually adding more detail in, churning up things, making imperfections into your model, adding small details to it. So... um. As you you can see, uh, when you're looking at something, um, you kind of see, you got the initial blocks without anything. Phase two is you add a little bit more detail, and then you just build upon it, and then you just build more.
0: I see, I see. And so for our audio listeners here, you sent me an image um, of a structure. kind of looks like it could fit in England or a fantasy setting almost or anything like that. With houses and a little bridge, but it's there's no detail there. It's, it looks almost like you made it out of clay, um, but really clean, sharp, like, edged clay. It's all really, yeah. al- it almost looks like a sand castle, but with really clean edges. Um, and then And then from there you start adding colors, I imagine, colors and textures and things like that on top of it.
1: So once I get to phase three, which is adding a lot of the detail, right now that's just essentially you see it's going from the right side to the left mm-hmm. As you see that that right sides in phase one phase two is more is what you get to the, to the left oh I then, see so it's more like yeah. you
0: start with a block of clay and you make a shape and then you're carving windows and outlines into it and then from there you actually start cutting out pieces which end up being doorways and Poking, you know, different areas into the actual structure itself. I see. So, this is a really cool example. I wish we could share. Um, you know, what I'll do is I will actually include this image you sent me in the podcast show notes on the website. So, if you guys want to see this image we're talking about, you can go to halffullreviews.com, go to podcast, find this episode, and then uh, check out the show notes. I'll put this there as well as some links to some of Jonathan's other work, so you guys can see what we're talking about. Because Graphic design is such a visual topic. We'll do our best to explain it via audio here, but this is definitely a very visual, and it helps to see the visuals, you know? Very cool. Now, this is completely different than other types of graphic design, which you also do. So you and me both do a lot of graphic design when it comes to, like, marketing-related things, uh, whether it be web design or graphics for social media or graphics for blogs or the podcast or things like that. With this, is this, like... How far, how far away are these things from each other, skill-wise and like program-wise and stuff? Are they just completely polar opposites?
1: No, I find that you can actually use both the tools that you, and principles that you learn in 3D modeling, also in a 2D or a two-dimensional um, aspect, where you do a lot of logos and things for companies. Uh, One of the things that I did is when I was designing my logo for Leading Edge Creations, Mm -hmm. I actually built it in 3D first and then took it to a 2D environment to kind of get the feel that I was looking for in that model.
0: Huh. That's interesting. So let's talk a little bit about Leading Creations here and your, your Twitch stream and your company, what you have going on with this and the logo and everything. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, since we kind of just came right to it. So, uh, yeah. you can you can find you on Twitch right now, and where else? Uh, tell us, go ahead and give yourself a little plug here, let's talk about your uh, where they can find you.
1: I have pages set up on not only Twitch, like was mentioned before, I have Facebook groups and pages set up for Lady Night's Creations. I have a Twitter account set up for it, and I also have a Instagram account where I post updates on uh what has been happening within the streams and just fun projects that I've been working on.
0: I you know, I almost would like to start with this topic because it is it's it's pretty cool. So people can come to your stream and they can watch you doing graphic design live. Yes. So is this so, this image you shared with me is this something you've been doing on your stream?
1: Yep. That image has been day four of streaming, so that has been four days of just a couple hours of working on it every time I come live and the fun thing is is I've been working on that for now but if people like to come and see what's up or other skills that they want to see such as visual effects and doing things like that with particles lighting things on fire or creating water streams and so forth. They can come and see that kind of stuff as well, so it's not just limited just to the environment. I just thought it would be a fun way of starting. It's very so cool
0: get... i'm I'm very interested. this is very cool. Um, hmm. so so you're on Twitch. they can come and they can watch you do these these different graphics designs, and you're gonna be doing different kinds of content. Um, I, I know you also have like a Patreon and a PayPal set up there so people can can donate, they can also subscribe and watch and support your content creation um, I'd love to get some more of these creations you're doing as you finish them and maybe even through the through the steps if you capture images along the way and make little blog articles about this, adding more to the website would be really great, um, then we can share them across our social media too um, super yeah. cool, so what is this going to be here, this, this same building that, that you're streaming right now, the one we're talking about what's it going to end up being?
1: So, it's going to end up being a little village, I will also send you another image that you can post as a reference that people can actually see what it's going to turn into. So, it's just going to be a little village, it's going to have this little uh, wooden pathway. Did you draw this this as well? I did not, it's credited to an unknown artist. So.
0: Very cool but you're turning this flat 2D sketch into a, a 3D rendering.
1: Yes, I'm turning, I'm basically doing that. So,
0: so let's say you finish this and you get all the details printed out and you're going to then put colors on it and um, textures and then from there it could be then used for video games?
1: It could be used for video games, it could be used for film, depending on the quality that I make for it. And also I fun area that I have been working in lately as well is augmented in virtual reality. So you can actually go in with a character and walk around that environment and kind of experience have that experience for yourself. That is really as if you were actually cool. really there.
0: That is really cool. I want to hear more about that. So but but first this image, so you finish basic basic textures on it. Maybe you don't add colors and stuff. Could you then Could a movie company, like they're making a new Disney animated movie or something, could they take this and put it in a movie, but then could someone else also take this model and throw it in a video game and then just repurpose it?
1: Yeah, so if uh, if a company were to come to me and request a model such as this, they could actually input this into movies or video games or whatever they need to use it for.
0: Very cool. And where do you store all these when you're done?
1: I just have hard drives that I put them so that I I will create what is called uh demo reels, sections of demo reels and so they'll be vi- they'll be available of uh different sections of themes or the skill set that I have so if it's a virtual effects or visual effects I should say um it will have a common theme of different visual effects that I've created in this demo reel, Very or cool. I've environment. Actually seen,
0: I've seen one of your yeah. demo reels you did for vehicles. I think it was mostly vehicles and characters and stuff. Yes. Huh. Very cool. So, all right, we were—I I put us back back on topic. Where were we going with this? We were talking about. Where do they jump us back to here? Before we jump back to putting this in different different kinds of. Oh, well, you said it's going to be a village. Yeah. And you're going to make it, you're going to progress it pretty far along. You're going to add all the textures and colors on stream?
1: Yeah. It, um most likely yes. It won't, may not necessarily be this next stream, but uh, I will eventually be adding colors. I'll do a little bit of work off stream on it just to kind of get the slow stuff that you have to take care of. So well, not... What
0: is the slow stuff? So what yeah, like how, how does it go? Is there stuff that takes like a really fine, you know, fine tooth or fine pick and you kind of go in there and really slowly do it. Is it very time consuming to to add features to this?
1: So texturing it, uh, the slowest thing about it is getting the UV mapping uh, ready for the model. And so that's kind of the slowest aspect of it. Some people may want to see that aspect, but it does take a lot of time. I can do an intro to how to do it on my stream. And the process of it because that's essentially how the textures are able to display properly on them on the object so that when you're actually looking at it it doesn't look distorted or warped or bad okay so, so then so then, so then
0: you, i'm sorry
1: you oh, <clears throat> finish uh so after you get uv mapped which is essentially creating a, 2D plane that you can put an image on. You can take it to another program like Substance Painter or Photoshop, which a lot of people are familiar with, and create those textures that be displayed.
0: And then from there do you import them onto this or do you export this into that?
1: Uh, you import those textures onto the objects and then you render it out from huh. the programs like Maya and Blender.
0: Alright, so this model has to, you know, different things are coming together from different programs essentially, importing and exporting to combine them into the final program you're using is Maya?
1: So the final program that I that I use would be a compositing program. That's where I would take a program like Nuke or After Effects or Premiere Even and actually fine tune the colors, images that have been made, and kind of put all the layers, so all the lighting, all the shadows, and so this uh, is, this is where all a movie, the different types of maps.
0: So this is where a movie versus a video game really, I would, I would think, would differ. All right. So a movie is going to have a very consistent animation across it generally, where the, they're going to use the same color themes and the same textures and the same look for a movie, but a video game, um, not only does it evolve over time and get upgrades sometimes depending on the video game, um, but also there's different settings within that game to change the graphics. So when what actually happens when you go into your video game and you drop the resolution or you drop the anti-aliasing or mess around with the graphical settings from high to low to mid? What, what's actually happening when we do that?
1: It's just referencing different texture maps, really. So you have more of a higher detail that the the game draws upon, and if you're you're taking, say you draw the shadows or the anti-aliasing, what you do is you, there's as it's rendered or brought into programs like Unity or Unreal, um, it separates those pieces so that you can actually turn them on and off within the settings.
0: Cool. So all of those are just basically you're hitting a toggle button. It's jumping you to a different amount of, I guess, a different point in the process. You know how detailed they got with it or how pretty it looks, and then they dumb it down for people who need um, lower settings. That's interesting. Exactly. <clears throat> all right. So what is the, what's the animation side? Because I know you've done little, you've done some animation and movement and stuff. If you were to take this and then make that flag, that banner that's in this image, start waving in the wind. What's that? Is that you know, how does that even happen?
1: So uh, one of the things that happens is you kind of turn that into a piece of cloth. Then then you can add some wind and stuff to that object as, so that it kind of just flows gently in the wind. Or...
0: So, so, so the designing software has settings in it to tell it what kind of material it's made out of? Yep. Wow, so we've come a long way from people having to hand draw and then draw it over and over and over again with it barely changing every time and then making it flick through like a... <laughs> you come a long way from that.
1: Yeah, it has come a long way. Kind of, for those who love mathematics, it uses a lot of mathematical equations. And, and did you have to study?
0: Did you have to study a lot for this kind of... What, what exactly is your degree, Graphic Design-wise? Because I know you actually might have a couple of different degrees, but this one, what did you do for this?
1: So, for this degree, I. Graduated with a degree in 3D animation for film, game, and visual effects. And I did not need to have mathematical backgrounds or anything for it because the program has all these equations built into it when you toggle the certain settings and add the certain effects to it.
0: Well, that that's good to know because I personally don't like doing a lot of math. So it's good to know that you wouldn't have to know a lot of math in order to do something like this.
1: It just enhances your ability to, what you can do if you do have a little bit more of a mathematical knowledge. It's one of the things that, when I was learning how to... ...rig a character, which essentially add a skeleton to it so that you can move it around. Um, I learned two ways. There was a non-mathematical way, and a mathematical way. Where you used cosine and tangent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, by connecting things together. And... It just gives for different effects and different feels.
0: Now, do do these programs have things like wind? Like you can tell it add wind?
1: Yeah, it has uh, basic virtual effects, um, visual effects that you can add a wind to an environment so that when you go to render it off with the video, you see that flag actually flapping in the wind.
0: So this brings to another movie. question, who designs this stuff then? If graphic designers use this software to make the graphics are used in movies and video games and other animated stuff, who then is making the tools that allow you guys to do this?
1: Well, that would be software engineers. They are the ones who actually develop the code, whether it be in C++, C Sharp, Python, or Java, or whatever programming language they wish to Use.
0: And they would have to have a pretty firm understanding of graphic design, though, I would imagine, to make something like this.
1: Uh, they need to have basic principles, but it's more understanding this is where the mathematics comes more into play, where you need to have more of a mathematical knowledge to understand what's going on be able to create the functions of that program.
0: Very cool. Huh. So you're making this. Um are you I don't know if I asked you, are you gonna animate this on stream as well, or are you gonna stop after it's been graphic designed and move on to another project?
1: I'm gonna get it to a point where you see the flag flapping and I put could put some characters walking around in the scene as well. Whoa, characters walking around are these I... gonna
0: be like pre designed characters you can just kinda add in?
1: Uh yeah. They probably will be. Cool. Um, but
0: you could you actually have the skill set to design these characters from scratch if you wanted and then put them in, right?
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: Wow. That is really cool. I bet you it's really fun to watch too. How so how far do you get in a session, right? you sit down for an hour or 2 hours? What's your what's your general session look like?
1: Uh so far in a session that I've looked at uh worked on so far is each of these big portions of the building. So on the far Right of that picture that we've referenced before, that was essentially one session. And then the next next session was a, another portion of the building. And then, then it continues forward to each section that I've worked on. And then during those sessions, I sometimes will go back that? and add a little bit more to those previous sections, just to make adjustments, make them more Uh, pop or things that I see that I don't really feel comfortable with or don't like how it's looking.
0: And so after you finish um, putting all this together, and you have it all done, you have the characters walking around, what's the next project?
1: So the next project, I'm probably going to be creating either an object or doing an animation. So If I do an animation, I'll kind of create an obstacle course for this character to have run through. Most likely. Cool. But I'll do.
0: Alright, so that and one the... seems like it'll be even more, um, well, so are you designing the obstacle course or are you designing the character or are you designing both?
1: Well, if I did an obstacle course, I'd just put in... Objects, or I can even have him interacting with the scene that I've already built, and then where can animating
0: like, it all together
1: where he can kind of like climb up a wall if he wanted to, or whatever it may be.
0: Cool, all right. So, um, I guess the last thing I want to ask is as I'm looking at your Twitch channel, that's what I was pulling up a second ago. Um, you have a logo, um, Leading Edge Creations, correct.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: And you have some airplanes here. What are these planes in your logo?
1: So the plane in the logo is actually a Spitfire. Uh, So uh, it was one of the first planes that I ever modeled. And I actually have that model in my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page that I posted many years back. So I was able to kind of bring it in and then reuse some of the the things that I already had, which is was really fun to work with.
0: Awesome. So I'm looking at your links here, it looks like on Facebook you're Leading Edge Creations, um, as well as other places on the internet. On Twitch, uh, you're at twitch.tv forward slash j-o-n-c-o-l art. So that's Ye- John yes. Call Art. Awesome. And yep. I'll put a link to that in the show notes too so people can find you and check out what you're doing. What days and nights or what days and times do you stream?
1: I I usually stream Wednesdays from four PM Mountain Standard Time and then I'll go probably till about nine, ten o'clock at night. Sometimes I'll take a break for about an hour, but then I'll continue back streaming again from seven PM Mountain Standard Time, so between six and seven I may take a break just to take care of my little one and wife. Gotcha. Make sure. And what other, then what Fridays? Other Fridays. Fridays will be the same time, same kind of deal. And then Saturday evening after uh, between 5.30 and then we'll go for but a few hours as well.
0: Awesome. Um, are you going to be having uh, videos on your Twitch or on YouTube of anything that kind of just recap this so that people can kind of see it um, after the fact? Or maybe even are you going to have fast forwarded versions of these to kind of see it? In pro, you know, um,
1: evolved. I haven't done speed models yet, I, but I will have those available for people who subscribe as a Patreon, so that they can see stuff like that. I'll be having posting things on my YouTube channel, um, which I will have available for you guys uh, to go check out when... Uh, I get stuff posted. Nothing's on there yet because it's such a new company and brand.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so. I've, I've, I've been—I've seen a lot of your stuff for years, so you know, not new to the graphic design. But you, this project, um, this this company and this brand that you're building now is newer, and uh, and I just thought it was a good time to bring you on and talk about it. You know, it's a good way to promote it and uh, to kind of show people what you're doing. This is awesome. It's awesome that we can see you doing it which is it's crazy it's it's cool to people like me who would otherwise probably never see stuff like this outside of watching a documentary or something um you know attached to a movie or something we would then see some background stuff like this but they don't go into quite the same detail as actually watching somebody do it step by step um so just very yes. very cool stuff especially if you're into movies or games or any kind of animation like that it's just it's cool to see how it's done you know learn a little bit about it um uh, we told people where to find you on Twitch. Um, I guess I guess we'll take it off. Is there anything else you want to discuss before we close out the episode?
1: Uh, no, I think that we covered a bunch of everything. Just be sure to follow if you guys can on Twitch and join my Facebook group. We're going to be a friendly bunch where we can interact with everybody. If you do desire to get any... Uh, pieces commissioned, I do do those. Uh, just keep in mind that there is a cost for the software as well All in right. my pricing. So.
0: Alright. So you can provide quotes to anyone looking for some, some 3D work? Yes, I can. Awesome. And if you'd like to see some of your older, some of Jonathan's older artwork, uh, you can see it on halffullreviews.com. Uh, as well as you can contact him via our Discord, too. So you can find him on social media, Twitch, but you can also grab him out of our Discord channel. He hangs out in there, too. So you can go to the website, scroll down to the bottom, and hit that Discord button. Um, thank you again for joining us today, Jonathan. It was really a pleasure speaking with you. Um, and, no I hope to ha- yeah. and I hope to have you on again soon to talk about other topics, movie and game-related. So, uh, Sounds great. All right. Thanks for listening,
1: everyone, and
0: we'll see you next time.